This is a HeadGum Original. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Vroom, vroom, beep, beep. Welcome to the pit wall. Beautiful. Perfect. Only one take. One take. It usually takes me about 10 times to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. A little behind the curtain magic for you listening to the show. Uh, I run it a lot like David Fincher runs a movie set. We will actually <laughs> record 50 takes of this show before uh, before picking the one that we uh, that we put out. Hey, welcome to the pit wall, everybody. This is a casual podcast for F1 fans. <laughs> Close. Very close. So close. We jinxed it. (laughs) I am your podcast principal, Casey Donahue, and I am joined today by Andrew Pileup and Monica Marika. Oh, that's really good, though. (laughs) Thank you. Um, it's the Monaco Grand Prix, if you can't tell. Mate? Sure. Not how they talk there. <laughs> Not, yeah. <laughs> it's how some people talk there. I guess, like, people that have moved there. Like yes. your Daniel yeah. Ricardo who you lived there or whatever. Born A in lot Monaco? of people seem to live there. I know everybody. one person was. <laughs> uh, everybody except Charles Leclerc? Moved to Monaco. Mm-hmm. And he was just already there. Yeah. That was a total guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's the local boy done good. Yeah. I watched Except... the F one stream and even the hosts lived in Monaco. And it was kind of obnoxious because they just love talking about Monaco. <laughs> and especially when the weather started appearing, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. they just had all kinds of insight about the weather. And what it's like in Mon, you know, it's like you. There were real couple locals really on the mic who, this time. Who were the hosts? Do you That's know? That's a good question. I'm actually not sure. On F1 TV, you say F1 TV. I watched on ESPN. Me too. Who, who's the Scottish guy? Oh, here we go. All right, we got Alan McNish. Sure. Okay. Formula One driver with Toyota. Uh, and they're not going to show the other names. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> it's the Scottish guy who often does the interviews at the end. Oh, David Coulthard. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Who did do the interviews at the end? Yeah, of this race. And there's another guy who I'm having trouble scanning to find his name, but it was fine. Yeah, you know who? It doesn't matter what their names are. <laughs> 
this they was were doing like inside, yeah. yeah, they were doing like inside Monaco references. Like this That's is like the, That's the like, most niche. They're talking yeah. about like yeah, they're making jokes about tennis because there was like a, a popular tennis tournament also going on at the same time. Like no one understands these jokes. <laughs> You're too rich. Yeah, you know, sometimes F1 isn't for us, and they like to remind us that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Casey, did you watch any of the pre-race stuff uh, I watched, on ESPN? I watched uh, a little bit uh, as it was airing, and I quickly <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> Love that. Um, there were some. There were some good, like pre-race segments. Uh, there was like an interview with Naomi and Max that I thought was really. I saw some highlights fun. from this. Yeah, well, tell me um, about it. I'd love to hear about it. <laughs> I watched like I was trying to like s- skip through. I watched this race this morning because I was unable to watch the race over the weekend. Yes, was... that's right. If you are a regular <laughs> listener of the show, you're probably like, "Why? Where? Where was the show?" yesterday or earlier today <laughs> well, uh marika was traveling i was i was in london and honestly you know would have been a prime time for me to be able to go to a a, a local pub with mm-hmm. the lads watch mm-hmm. the race but i was mad lads mad lads i was sitting uh on the stage of a four-hour play um and missed the entire thing. <laughs> wow. Had to lock away my phone in a yonder pouch. Oh, wow. Because mm, I've heard of those. I've had to do that a couple times. Nudity, and they, like, a first couple of performances leaked the nudes online, which is crazy. Wow. Um, so that was very and you stressful. you were on the stage? I was sitting on the stage, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was fun. It's kind a of little like, uh, more common in plays, huh? Which one? The the yonder pouches or the stage seats? The stage seats. Yeah, I guess so. I feel, I feel like, like we see it more and more. Yeah. UCB. I don't... <laughs> UCB I was sitting on the more floor. More like Broadway, but yeah. Of course, of course. Oh, sure. I don't know what the last show that had um, stage seats was, but I did. I saw another show by this director, Evo Van Hove, who directed A Little Life um, on Broadway, and there were stage seats, and I watched a man. Uh, an old man fall asleep and then fall out of his chair um and boy boy was that distracting <laughs> it was just like right in the front they didn't stop the show he just like fell out of his chair so life is like helping him back up oh my god that's so embarrassing. Uh, it was wild and at this show someone i don't know what happened to them someone got sick so full tangent uh but uh, the stage manager walked on stage, tapped on the shoulder of the actors, like just snuck up behind them and was like, we have to pause. Got on the mic and was like, ladies and gentlemen, we need to pause so we can get this person some help. Um, if you could please be quiet. This audience was perfect. I've never witnessed a better group of people in my life. We were wow. silent. We did not applaud as they carted the person away. Mm. Six people carted them away on basically a stretcher tarp they like lifted them Mm -hmm. into the air we didn't applaud love that actors came on stage again we didn't applaud stage manager was like we can continue the show thank you we didn't applaud it was great it was beautiful wow um Mm -hmm. london 
audiences are great and U.S. audiences suck. Anyway, that's where I was. Um, <laughs> so I didn't British watch the people. race. They don't applaud when people are like getting hurt. <laughs> Not like here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> and every like the fact that everyone actually followed directions and was like quiet it was great i loved it um but yeah that's why i didn't watch i also realized too late that there was a uh formula one arcade in london oh, that i could man. have gone to and i didn't what? go and i'm really sad <laughs> like a dave and busters like the one that they're building in boston the one they're building in boston that yeah I hope the original location to 20 cities that they keep mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm mm-hmm um yeah so i could i could have watched the race there they have like screenings that you have to pay for um Mm, but alas yeah anyway that's why we're you know you don't have to pay to go watch a football game at a sports bar i know (laughs) i'm sure i could have found a pub you know i'm sure there are plenty around but if you want the elite experience i guess of watching on a screen that's next to a bunch of simulator machines (laughs) then this is for you Man, Um, speaking of simulator machines, I've been building out my rig. (laughs) I got a new wheel since the last time we recorded this show. Mm -hmm. And, ooh. Force feedback? Say the name of it. Force feedback. Well, sim racers will tell you that this is an entry-level wheel, which is crazy because it was not cheap, uh, but it's the Thrustmaster T-150 with force feedback, which means I get I get simulated reality feedback on the steering wheel as if I'm driving a real car. Uh, the pedals are still pretty cheap. I'm looking into, uh, uh, I, th- I think they're called force cell um i've been driving around the f1 tracks getting ready for the new f1 game that comes out in about two weeks uh i my intention is to become the next star of the next gran turismo movie oh yeah it all starts here yeah which did you watch the grid what all? I saw from the grid walk was Martin Brundle getting yelled. Well, it looked like I had to watch the video a few times. It's it's uh it's it's like the Zapruder film. Like you gotta watch <laughs> it. I wish we had another angle. Uh, but Martin Brundle's is is on the grid walk. He's over by Red Bull. He's trying to get a word in as he as he does, and a Red Bull crew member starts seemingly yelling at Martin, yeah, to get out of there. It was very confusing. And it's like, what what's going on? And then he starts cursing, and Martin's like pulling the microphone away, like, uh oh, this guy's cursing. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble, mate. If you're here, you can't you can't be doing that. <laughs> And it's like, oh my God, what is happening? Don't they know Martin Brundle? They're on the they're on the uh, the the pit crew. Well, the other weird thing is that he, you know, he like pulls the mic away, apologizes for language, 
Christian Horner's right behind him. Like yeah. his boss is right behind him and then talks to Martin. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't so hear what that guy was yelling about, but I was like, I think it's well, fine, dude. <laughs> he wasn't yelling, apparently wasn't yelling at Martin. That's good. What I've read is he was yelling at Orlando Bloom for leaning on the Red Bull car. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, incredible. And of course, Orlando Bloom was there to promote the Gran Turismo movie. He was, which he uh, explained as um, putting PlayStation kids into cars. That's right. Uh, Yes. I think the trailer pretty much explains it as that, too. Yeah. (laughs) I just like the term PlayStation kids. Uh, Based off a true story, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he My like did story. a whole spiel. <laughs> yeah, Casey's story. He did a whole spiel about the movies, like the, I'm with the actor here, like the lead, blah blah blah. Like Danny Moore, who's the guy he plays, told me to talk to you, Martin Brundle. Does a full spiel and then Martin's response is response is like, Well, now that you've got the advert out of the way, <laughs> let's talk about nice. let's talk about the race. <laughs> Martin was king. on one, this gridwalk. <laughs> like, I think he just couldn't hear. Like, something happened. Yeah, his his audio his died, and he yeah. kind of, like, So quit. every response <laughs> to people was so weird. He was just, like, <laughs> he, they'd get, he'd get one sound bite, and he'd be like, all right, great, bye. It's <laughs> essentially the vibe. Um, and he complimented uh, the singer Beverly Knight, um, and he was like, I just love your voice. And she she was like so nice, so genuine, so happy to talk to him, like very into it. Like, and she was like, well, I love your grid walks. I watch them every week. And he did not know how to respond. It was so awkward. (laughs) He was like, well, great then. Like, (laughs) I can't remember what he said. It was like, um, basically equivalent to like lots of love going around. (laughs) Like, (laughs) He just was like so it was so awkward it was incredible um but also yeah so there was like this max interview with naomi where she was basically asking him a lot about his like contract being up um and what he wants to do and you know Isn't his contract kind of, up in like 2028 20 from now yeah, 20, yeah. <laughs> it'll be 31 but i think okay. people are still like because he's made some comments about like not like leaving formula one after that and so it was kind of about that and mm. um i thought he was very i thought it was a nice little interview he was very I, I composed it was i like, thought he it was like i mean he's basically said there's lots of other racing out there there's lots yeah. of other stuff i want to do and i don't want to be doing it when i'm like 40 or 50 mm-hmm. i want to be doing it when i'm at like the top of my game yeah i kind of like i kind of like and that f1 is like it's a lot of not racing too yeah <laughs> He's like, and he's like, also just traveling. like being at home. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, he warmed he talked, my heart for sure. He yeah. talked about, like, that way about it. Other kinds of racing. He didn't mention IndyCar, but I do think it would be great. To I think he would. I mean, did you see do a season in IndyCar? Did you see the clips of him? Like, we got to get out of here. Like, when's the start time for the Indy 500? Yes. Yeah, him and Alonso <laughs> really wanted yeah. to get out of that press conference. Yes. Well, yeah. the Indy 500 is the greatest spectacle in all of motorsports. And it was the same day as the Monaco yeah. Grand Prix. It was a big day for the auto races. 
big day. Uh, and I watched both races. Ooh. How was the Indy 500? It was really good. It was really good. Race of the day, if I if I may <laughs> oh, say no. so. Oh, wow. Wow. That's huge. There were make three, an podcast? There were three <laughs> red flags. Hell yeah. With like ten laps to go. It ended in a in a one lap shootout. They didn't do they they were like, We're not ending we're not ending this race under under a yellow flag. We're gonna red flag this with two laps left. And we're gonna make these guys drive. As fast as I can. Sounds like in sixty seconds. Twenty twenty one. It was awesome. So Oh yeah, the guy who came in second was like upset about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it also didn't have we know about. Yeah. I'm sure it didn't have the existing drama of all of the other stuff that happened in twenty twenty one though. So Indy's kind of wild because you don't have to do like every race, right? Like some people do certain races and a lot of people just do the Indy 500. Uh, Yes. A lot more people try to qualify for the Indy 500, which I think is cool. Uh, I I watched I watched the uh, qualies for Indy. They happen a week before. They really stretch it out. They they, they want a ton of cars. Really milk it. It is a ton of cars. Uh, usually, there are twenty-seven cars racing. I think thirty-three cars raced in the Indy Five Hundred. Um, I don't remember. It was a long race. Um, but but yeah, there's it's not five hundred. It's five hundred miles, not laps. <laughs> that was a it, joke. It equated cars. to. Average car is driving one mile. Two hundred <laughs> laps, but I do wish it was five hundred cars driving one mile. That me too. You know, that's a spectacle. Yeah. Uh, I'll have more thoughts on the Indy Five Hundred at the end of the show. We'll Love get it. into it later. Um, the only other pre-racing that I thought was really cute was there was a really nice opening with Jensen and Naomi driving to the race in like an old car. It was so cute. They were just like, do do do. Look at all this traffic. <laughs> I thought that I was it. the weirdest edited piece of footage that has ever been put on one of these broadcasts. <laughs> I don't know who put together that package. I could have edited it much better. The audio was super weird. There were sections with no sound at all. There were super <laughs> long sections, and yes, most of it was just talking about traffic, which was. Really boring. You have two like super attractive people in an Aston Martin. Yeah, like, but that was looking whole... like James Bond driving they... into Monaco. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> but there, the conversations were like so. It was yeah. them like, oh my god, come on. That's there was the a thing shot about, with... about this world is these people are boring. <laughs> no, I don't believe that about. <laughs> They're those not two. that boring. I don't think they Naomi's were, that I mean, boring. They were talking about J- Jensen talked about his win a little bit. That was like the only other part that wasn't about the traffic. Uh, but there was just like a beautiful shot of them like driving by a cliff, and they were both like waving at the camera, and I was like, stunning. No, extremely notes. odd <laughs> piece of footage. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I think of Monaco. It's kind of like in your head, it's this really glamorous thing. And you think of Casino Royale and all this yeah. stuff. And it's like 
And then you're on the race and the race itself is like they're just driving by like really boring looking apartment buildings. And Mm -hmm. that tunnel looks like the FDR. Like (laughs) it's just not that glamorous of a the um of a place outside of the boats and that like waterfront yeah i kept Um, noticing that the like area by the post-race interviews when they weren't facing like the wall of people mm -hmm. it was uh the background was just a place called planet sushi (laughs) yeah i mean i kind of like how intimate it feels like everything is uh, the road is obviously tiny but like yeah the, there's no cool down room it was just them standing around at the corner of like yeah. underneath the podium and uh so I, it had like a bit of an old school vibe but it's not like flashy or glamorous like azerbaijan even is or like any of the middle eastern races really mm-hmm. um and it's not as pretty as like most of the other tracks so it's kind of funny to me that like it holds such a a place of reverence and the drivers hate it except they all want to win it's the hardest. It's such a funny track. <laughs> it's it, it is it's it's rated the hardest on on the F one video game uh, to yeah. drive, and I still cannot make it around that track. It's very hmm. difficult driving in Monaco. Neither could many of the drivers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how realistic it is uh, in the game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the drivers driving around Monaco. You guys want to talk about this dang race? Sure. <laughs> Let's do it. I think that was a yes. All right. I guess so. <laughs> well, first up, let's talk about Williams. They scored zero points. Logan Sargent came in 18th, and Alex Albon came in 14th. Double lapped, I believe. Double lapped. Both of them? Wow. Yeah. I couldn't really keep track of who had been lapped. Because I, at one point, they were saying that like DeVries was one of the back markers, but he was like in 12th. And I was just like, I don't know what is happening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then it got crazy when everyone was paying. It was like nuts. Yeah. I'm going to guess without checking right now, real quick, before I check that. Six drivers were lapped. You guys want to make any guesses? Uh, the bottom six. Yeah, I assume it's those. <laughs> okay, so everyone's just going to go with six, huh? <laughs> Sergeant, Albon, Hulkenberg, uh, Sonoda, DeVries, Joe. Pile. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Sorry, I'm trying to actually find the actual standings. Okay, well, according to my count and Google's count, not including the guys who did not finish the race, 10 drivers were lapped. Yeah. Wow. 10 drivers were lapped. Two drivers didn't finish. Four drivers were lapped twice. <laughs> That's insane. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> think that's like totally uncommon for this track, right? It's so yeah. It's, it's hard so to short. say. This is only the second Monaco Grand Prix I've watched in my life. So yeah. um, it is. It is a shorty. It is. It is short, but half the field was lapped. <laughs> um, really, the only thing of note I feel like for Williams. 
was that Sargent got a five-second penalty for speeding in the pit lane. Um, also, like, pretty early on in the race, there was, like, all those different tangle-ups uh, with, like, the people in the back. And I just liked that he, over the radio, was like, mate, what was that? It's like, you're from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm you from Florida, and once else. I, once I, <laughs> once once they make Gran Turismo two about me, mm-hmm. you better believe I'm going to be calling all the other drivers mate, and I'm going to be in there. <laughs> I'm going to be in my car, going like, "What strategy are we on, Governor?" And then they're going to be like, "We're on Plan B, Casey. Uh, you could stop calling me Governor." And then I'll be like. I'm driving 200 miles an hour, mate. <laughs> so Williams, um, they didn't do shit. Yeah, classic. <laughs> classic. Them. I mean, Albon was like in a million different scraps and scrapes. I don't know what he was up to. Yeah, mostly with guys that have driven past him twice. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Williams, for racing. Let's move on to Haas. <laughs> Zero points. Kevin Magnuson did not finish. Nico Hulkenberg got 17th. You know, sad day for them. I mean, they started pretty, they started low also, but I don't know. They were just wilding out there. Was it? uh, They screwed up with the tire strategy at the end with K-Mag. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Uh, I we can't remember if it was K Mag or Nico Hulkenberg, or maybe I'm just thinking about the last race. wasn't Wasn't someone in a Haas pitted like five times or something this race, <laughs> or is that last I, race? I think that was a previous race. Interesting, <laughs> but interesting. Um, I mean, Hulkenberg had. All of, you know, more scraps and scrapes in the first lap. He made up four places, but then had to pit to hards. Uh, So he, like, pitted immediately. And then also Mm -hmm. he got a 10-second penalty because he didn't serve his penalty at all, question mark, during the race. Like, he originally had a five-second one and then just didn't serve it. I don't know. So, So he got... He didn't serve a five-second penalty, was given a 10-second penalty. Is that in addition, in addition to the five? Like, is he penalized well, 15 seconds? they gave him seconds? The, the second penalty during the race, so right. presumably he tried to serve it. Or maybe he came in to the pits and didn't serve it. And oh, so yeah, they gave I think I remember them showing somebody touched the car. Uh, it says on the F1 site that Hulkenberg received a 10-second time penalty for failing to serve a penalty during a pit stop. So I think that's just in addition, but like, I guess maybe also it canceled out that <laughs> penalty. I'm also looking at the standings know. here, and it has him getting, it, it has him as uh, K-Mag at plus eight laps, which is weird to me because I thought he didn't finish. I thought he got out, like, with a couple laps to go. Yeah, he had he got out three laps to go. So is that just because, so he got out of his car 
So it kind of like has him as finishing. It doesn't have DNF. It has Lance Stroll as DNF, but not K-Mag. I don't know. That's very funny to me. Plus eight where laps. You, that sucks. That's worse than DNF. Where Just are you crash looking? your car at that point. Yeah, I'm Google looking at has the, it as him DNFing. I don't know. I'm looking at the official F1 standings so, at the end of my broadcast here. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the F1 website and it does say DNF, but I... Oh, uh, maybe do, it's just changed then. Well, the weird thing is the positions on the f1 site like it says like uh it says kevin magnuson is in 19th but he didn't finish and then for lance it says nc so i guess is that like not counted uh and that he didn't finish so i don't know why they're hmm. different instead of just like you boring conversation it's not yeah. up to Cut us all this, Casey. to, Cut to all this. know <laughs> why things happen we're casual fans there it is. That's the right one. If we, we don't have to get the into answer some for you on the show, because <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Um, you know, I think Magnuson was just kind of like, I feel like he was just pushing hard the entire race, but in like a fruitless way. Like he had one good overtake, uh, mm-hmm. and then like. Everything else he did was bad. Like, he went into the barriers. Uh, obviously, didn't finish. But. Bad day f- to be a Haas fan. Yeah. I'd say. That, we has to move on. We has to move on. <laughs> Sorry, Haas. <sighs> Maybe things will turn around next week. For, for these these teams because uh, coming up next we got <laughs> Alfa Romeo with zero points Bottas 11th Joe 13th you know these guys are racing every week they sure are <laughs> they are there that's they're true there. they're on the track they're for sure there uh, the only thing I remember about either of them from this race was Bottas complaining I think about DeVries, maybe, but DeVries was like on the medium tire, and so he was conserving his tires and not like to not going full out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, he's so slow. <laughs> but, you know, I guess yeah, event he got whatever, past him in the end. Yeah, whatever the Monaco equivalent of DRS train is, these guys are in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, if you're new to Formula One, it's like you're a probably DRS a casual yacht, fan, maybe. right? Nice. Or uh, thanks, I do like that. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, the Monaco Grand Prix is a race that is nearly impossible to overtake during. They talk about this in quality. They talk about it in practice. Uh, they 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 let you know before the race starts. Look, it's nothing's gonna, gonna, be gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> They're always like qualifying here is almost more important than the race itself because mm-hmm. you're gonna finish where you start for the most part, and that's kind of what happened during this race. You know, like 
you're just going to be stuck behind the guy who's in front of you unless you're Max Verstappen. Then you make it interesting for yourself by lapping guys twice. <laughs> That's the Monaco promise. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Well, I don't know. We haven't talked about everyone. Because, I mean... So... Look, we don't have a, to such stick a around here, here in Alfa Romeo country. No, we, we can move on. I'm just looking at the bottom, and it's like Haas, Williams, Haas, Red Bull, Alfatari, Williams, Alfa Romeo. And it's like, I don't know, I've got more to say about like Alfatari than I do about Alfa Romeo. Well, then it's let's hear it, Pyle. Yeah. Let's move on to Alfatari. They got zero points. Nick DeVries came in 12th. Yuki Sonoda came in 15th. Yeah, I feel bad for Yuki. I felt Yuki was I looking felt good. Yeah. I think he dropped like four or five places at the end there. There was like yeah. one. Yeah. If I like, remember correctly, he qualified eighth. Oh, I don't uh, remember. He made it that, to, to the third. Yes. Third round. Yeah, he did. Um, he was looking good. He at lap 69, he went down uh, to 13th place because he went off the track. Yes. Because his mm-hmm. brakes got kind of fucked at the end, which we heard about extensively over the radio. Yeah, it was very um, funny. Some, he, great, some great he, radio chatter. A yeah, lot of, lot of great radio quotes. My favorite was, are you trying to crash me or not? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, uh, his engineer was like, you gotta... You gotta go faster. And he was like giving him like specific. (laughs) He was giving him like specific instructions for like what to do, like what little buttons to hit. And he was just like, Are you trying to crash me or not? (laughs) Um, Loved it. Uh, But yeah, so he, I don't know what happened that he got down two more points after that. Maybe it was just. I think the track got a little wet. Yeah. Um, You know? DeVries, best career start and finish. Yep. Nick. 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 Um, happy for him. I'm not. <laughs> <clears throat> I think on. he's my least favorite rookie this year. Moving on. Over Oscar Piastri and Sargent. Well... Sergeant's the Florida Florida boy. <laughs> I I uh I, I still think he's gonna be rookie of the year. Oh my god. Uh and Piastri, <laughs> well, he's a disaster, but uh but in the points. But we love him for that. In the points. In the points. Um let's move on. Speaking of Piastri to McLaren. Three points. Piastri in 10th, Lando Norris in 9th. Pretty good for McLaren. <laughs> Things are looking they're, up. They're, yeah, they're moving All up. All right. Um, My you man really, Lando. We, <laughs> we really didn't hear from them during the race at all. Uh, they're just kind of cruising around. But I know that Lando was, like, not upset with tire strategy especially like some people but he was just like we just got it wrong this race Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. zach brown not even at this race you know what you want to know where he was you guys want you you think you want to know where he was you want me to tell you i think i know but you can you can say it 
He was at the Indy 500. Mm, nice. Sure was. Nice. Because you know what? In it's IndyCar, the team. <laughs> McLaren is good. <laughs> yeah. Pato Award. Hey, I saw a great video of him and his dog. Who's Zach Brown seen? or Pato? No, Pato. <laughs> it's I like a seen, little tiny corgi. It's so cute. I'll find it. I'll share it. Anyway, this isn't the IndyCar pit wall. But it was a better racist day. Hmm. <laughs> Makes you think. <laughs> yeah, really. Why don't, you, why don't you think about that one for a minute? As we move on to our next team. Ferrari. 12 mm. points for Ferrari. Charles Leclerc came in sixth. Carlos Sainz came in eighth. So Carlos what? qualified fourth. Right? He did. Yeah. Hit the wall at one point. Or spun out. Uh he like hit Ocon. Oh yeah. In Quali? In the beginning. No. In the race. Oh, in the in race. race. Like right at the beginning. Oh yeah, uh, lost he was, an like, end plate. Yeah, an end yeah. plate. Did not even get yellow flagged for that. No yellow flag, no. There was a brief yellow flag because it fell off finally, and oh, right. but then no but virtual yeah, he safety didn't, car. Shocking. No, no virtual safety car. Um, Hamilton and Leclerc ran over the piece, and it went to the side, and then the track cleared, and so it was a green mm-hmm. flag. Uh, and then he didn't seemingly didn't get in trouble for uh, his front wing being like. Damn, still driving. Because it, yeah. it happens in the same lap. It's like he never had a chance to get it fixed. No, he did. He did. They, yeah, they yes. were. They it were. They wanted insane. to pit him. The the crew was out, and Carlos was like, "The car's good." Hmm. But there, there was just like so much weird. They were basically trying to determine if they could get away with not changing his front wing but truly the pit crew was out like holding the front wing in the yeah. air yeah, ready I for him that. uh and then he passed the pit um they decided it was fine the stewards didn't flag it they um, decided the structural integrity of the thank car thank you that was the, was the phrase i was th- trying to think mm, of interesting um so yeah but and then there was like one other moment where it looked like he was going to pass ocon again like he got pretty close to him, and then for the rest of the time, it was like just kind of within a few seconds, and then it seemed like he maybe could do an undercut, but Ferrari pit strategy was just like I don't know what they were doing. They were ESPN commentators were like, uh, "Are they doing dummy calls?" Like they told him to stay out. They did like, do that, that a bunch of times. They did like two, at least yeah, two dummy calls, it was, right? But like so unclear, like it just it seemed like they were just indecisive. Uh, and then he did end up hitting uh, like around lap 36. And they were like, um, he was like, what guys like what is going on? Uh, and they were like, this is good. Like you're in front of Hamilton. He was like, I don't care about Hamilton. <laughs> Like, should have been able to pass Ocon. Um, and then, yeah, they yeah. also double stacked at the end. They really did, Poorly. but it like worked out. I mean, kind of. It 
it was clean, but it was slow. And Carlos got the rough end of the stick because he went second. Yeah. Uh, so both of and the Mercedes cars basically passed got him. past him because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Charles managed to get in front of Gasly and then Gasly went ahead. Um, yeah, he was, he was slipping and sliding during the wet portion. He slid off. Um, it's a rough day for him. Feel bad for him. For Charles? For Carlos. For Carlos. I felt bad for Charles for his like penalty at the beginning of the race, his, his grid penalty. But he kind of just was like, he did what he could. Mm. Nothing really crazy happened to him during this race. Yeah, I've never felt bad for Charles Leclerc in my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I didn't hear anything from him. Yeah, me it was neither. Like, Carlos got some coverage. Was on the radio a lot. The monogast himself, I did <laughs> once, not hear from. Yeah, once much. he got that grid penalty, they were like, "It's over yeah, for him. Out. Nobody cares." Yeah, yeah. the The curse continues. They're already calling mm-hmm. it a curse for him. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> tough. <laughs> yeah, that is tough. So sad. But every good sport has a curse. Baseball. Sure, but I don't know. Being cursed about the streets of Monaco doesn't quite feel, carry the same weight as, <laughs> as the, the curse babe, of the Bambino. The Bambino. <laughs> or the goat. Whatever the goat thing was in Chicago. That's over too, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, the goat. Yeah, the Cubs. The Cubs won. Yeah, that was someone brought a goat to the, to a game once <laughs> and then they were like you can't have this goat here get out of here oh my god and the goat we'll never win like, a world Guess series what? again i'm cursing you <laughs> <laughs> anyway same thing going on with charles leclerc yeah <laughs> very much not the goat no. oof brutal he'd hate to hear that <laughs> he'd understand though he knows he's not Let's... So depressing to like lose your race and then it's not even like you are like, well, I guess I'll go back to my five five star hotel now. It's like, no, I got to go back to my apartment. <laughs> oh, I got to go back to my apartment here in Monaco. <laughs> so sad. Oh, man. Terrible. This week's episode of The Pit Wall is sponsored by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And as Formula One enthusiasts, we know a thing or two about speed. Two minutes, that's just how long it would take Logan Sargent to do a lap around Spa, right, Casey? <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Uh, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons. Marika, what are some of those add-ons? They've got some great cold-pressed juices, like an apple wheatgrass. There's cinnamon horchata protein shakes. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it sounds delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. 
and it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. I really like how the website makes it easy to meal plan since you can see menus for the upcoming weeks. So I know that later this month I can try dishes like green chili chicken or spicy white bean lentil ragu and portobellas without planning an extensive grocery list. Factor is a perfect solution if you're looking for fast, vroom, vroom, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash vroom50 and use code vroom50 to get 50% off. That's code vroom50, V-R. O-O-M-5-0 at factormeals.com slash vroom50 to get 50% off. Thanks, Factor. Thanks, Factor. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let's move on to the next team, Aston Martin. 18 points. All from Fernando Alonso because Lance Stroll didn't finish the dang race. Sure didn't. Where where was Lance when he crashed out? He was not doing great. I don't he know. And going I, like five miles. An yeah, hour. it was well, such everyone a was crashing going five miles. It was an such hour. an insignificant crash that I didn't register it in the broadcast at all. And then yeah, they were like, same. "Let's stroll us out," and I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah. Well, all these crashes, it's like it was either they clipped the wall going around a turn because the back part snakes out, or they were going through the turn and hit the brakes and just kept going straight. And Classic. just bump the wall. And that happened to like four or five drivers. Yeah. Just even, bump, I mean, it happened to bump. first stab in. You bump well, that the, wing the back into the thing, wall. Yeah, but but several people just straight up drove to the wall. And it wasn't a problem this race, except for Stroll. And his car just broke in half for whatever reason. <laughs> oh, it was also, it was something, they were saying something on the radio, on the broadcast about how his like gearbox was maybe jammed or something. No. You couldn't get it in neutral. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. He can't drive the car. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. Savage. Maybe there's maybe there's maybe there's other people out there in the world that can drive that car. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You think it's you? Yeah, well once everyone's nationally <laughs> right. ranked in the F one video game, I mean right, we'll right. find out who's really Okay. Gonna be driving the Aston Martin next season. Yeah, I just wanted uh, to confirm. There is, I saw a little, a little conspiracy theory about uh, Fernando Alonso in this race on on the old TikTok. Um, and the conspiracy theory is, well, Fernando got screwed by the by the by the strategy. Uh, this race in Aston Martin. Uh, mm-hmm. They put him on the wrong tires um, uh, because they wanted to use... They put First, they put Stroll on the Inters as a guinea pig because he was so far back, and they didn't get enough good data from Stroll because he was driving the car so poorly that 
they decided to not put Fernando on the enters and they put him on the mediums when the when when the wet arrived. Yeah, and I think and then, it did like two laps, maybe. Right, and everybody else had switched to the proper tires. Yeah. Uh, so Aston Martin's strategy kind of fucked Fernando on this race, and after the race, he didn't really blame the team. Yeah. But and the conspiracy is, <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to blame the team because it would have made Lance look bad more than anything. And he doesn't want to make Lance look bad because he doesn't want to make Lance's dad mad. And that's the conspiracy. <laughs> that's for sure true. Yeah. That's not a conspiracy at all. Like, I think we've seen that's... this, that it's like Fernando is just like a different guy and it's a different teammate this season. And it's like, I think it's pretty clear why. Like, he's relatively happy. But most of all, he like, he's happy enough that he doesn't get need to get angry at the team owner. Sure. Hey, you know, another podium for him. And is yeah. it's second place. But also, uh what, did it matter? I'm not sure it did. Because it it's didn't, like it didn't he didn't mattering. fall a place. And I don't think there's any chance of him catching he place Max. because he's just that good. He is that good. <laughs> I mean he literally he pitted a whole extra tie. I mean he had enough buffer, which was twenty some odd seconds extra. Yeah. That yeah. he could pit again and it wasn't even a problem. Because he didn't pit the whole race, right? He went the whole race on mediums. No. No, he was on the hards. The whole race on hards. Till like lap whatever it was when everyone started pitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Yeah, so, it ended up it's... not mattering. There was like a brief second where it was like maybe he could have gotten in front of Max, but it feels not probable. Um He had a great did, start like, to the race. Yeah. It looked like for a second he pulled out in front of Max. I thought so too, but then yeah, he got got ahead. Clearly, again. Max was like, "Goodbye, everybody." <laughs> um, happy, happy for Fernando. Fernando, second place. Great yeah. job! Congrats on the points. Yeah, enjoy the points, my man. You're having the most fun out there. Mm-hmm. I could see it in your eyes. 104 podiums, 105 podiums, or something insane. Wow, man. And he's gonna I feel get like that's third not that place this much, year, right? That's not that much. Like, doesn't Max have a hundred or something? Well, yeah, but Max has been utterly dominant for two and a half seasons, yeah. But Fernando is like a two time world champion. <laughs> I don't know. He's been there longer. Like <laughs> He has been there a long time. He has been there like a decade longer than yeah. everyone else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like a lot to me. It's a lot to I me. I mean, I'd love to win 100 trophies. Where did you put all of them? <laughs> Are you kidding me? For anything. 100 yeah, trophies? I'll take it. I'm trying to think if I have one trophy. I don't think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I got a trophy well, we, once for karate. When we win, oh, that's nice. Yeah. When we win a Webby for the pit this wall. This show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you can have They're a trophy. give us a Webby for this? <laughs> you can't talk like that. You have to believe if you wish to achieve. Uh, the Webbies, you get a five-word uh, acceptance speech, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my pitch for when we win ours. Okay. Vroom, vroom. Beep, beep. Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> oh, thanks. 
it's good. I love it. Um, that is good. Dead, Dead Eyes did win a Webby this year, and their five-word acceptance speech was, um, uh, like, oh, God. How how do I not remember this? It was basically like thanks to Tom Hanks, but I'm missing a word. Mm. Special yeah, thanks to Tom Hanks. Special I think like College Humor won a Webby. I believe it. I think Jake yeah. accepted it, and his speech was holy shit. It's Buzz Aldrin because Buzz Aldrin had just been on stage. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Wow. Good Jake. Yeah. I've got to miss him. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Rest in Pirelli. Rest, Rest in, in Parenthood. Actually. Rest in Parenthood. Jake sent us a great picture uh, of him and his and his new his newborn baby watching the race. It was very cute. It was like a classic like dad photo, like new dad photo, like in thirty years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll have like that weathered effect. Yeah, you know, yeah. put a filter on it. It's yeah, like, he's uh, he's sitting there shirtless with his Ferrari, Ferrari hat, on. hat on. Looks exhausted. That's great. <laughs> great dad pick from mm-hmm. Jake this week. Maybe the hottie of the week for me. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, let's move on for crying out loud to Alpine. Twenty-one points. Pierre Gasly this... got seventh place. Esteban Ocon got third. Yeah. Esty Best is on the podium, baby. Wow. A direct quote from the man himself. Yeah. Let's see. People Esty... got mad about that. Esty Besties on the podium, baby. Five, right? <laughs> Esty Bestie, one word. <laughs> okay. It could this... be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there we go. We'll we'll put that one in the. Uh, and he in almost chamber. fucking slipped off his podium place. Yeah. Uh, fucking <laughs> knocks over shit. a champagne bottle. Knocks over the champagne. Almost yeah. almost Slips. falls and breaks his neck. Puts his hat back on for the mm-hmm. second uh, yeah. national anthem, takes it back off. What are you doing? But you know what? What a guy. What a guy. He got the biggest cheer. He really did. Mm-hmm. His team was down there, and they were making the most noise. They were the Alpine crew was fucking thrilled about this. I hope Otmar was also making the most noise. Oh yeah, you know oh, he's. Man, psyched. I didn't get a look at Otmar. Me neither. Uh, after after the race, but ooh, good for him. Good for him. Um, also driver of the day. Driver yeah, of he the des- day. He deserves it. Great week for for Esty. Mm-hmm. Not great day for Gasly. I don't know. He was pretty upset after the race, and I didn't really fully understand why. I think at one point he thought, I guess he was in third at one point, and I wasn't paying attention. And he it's was hard like, to tell what position you are when you're in a race. Yeah, I would assume so, too. Uh, but he, like, boxed for softs two laps before he switched to inters or something so he did something similar to Alonso and it just didn't work but he still got points so who cares yeah yeah if he didn't watch <laughs> he beat Carlos the race, so whatever if you're one of the many many pit wall listeners who don't watch the races <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, a big thing for this race, the, the Monaco Grand Prix, was uh, the weather. Oh, uh, going into the race, people are like, is it going to rain? Is it not going to rain? During the race, is it going to rain? Is it not going to rain? The, like the, the thing they were tracking the most throughout the, the race was the clouds, the rain. They were counting it down. We're 10 laps away from the rain. The rain's coming. Also, the rain sta- it's the rain starts, and then they're like, "Okay, who's going? Who's going on inners first? Who's who's switching the tires?" Some people did like test. They were the guinea pigs. Yeah, Lance I think Stroll. Bottas and Stroll. Um, I also remembered that McLaren. I think the only time we heard from them was them telling Lando that like rain was like a category one or something, and oh, all yeah. of the. All of the Sky commentators were like, we don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> That's McLaren speak. Um, but they could not get over it. <laughs> yeah, on the F1 broadcast, they claimed that all the teams had people in the mountains with walkie-talkies reporting back. <laughs> all right. Okay, you know what? There's too much money in this sport. That's what they said. That's what they said. <laughs> in the mountains. <laughs> So dumb. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's move on. Hey, congrats, SD. Enjoy the points. But we has to move on to Mercedes. 23 points. <laughs> George Russell came in fifth. Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton came in fourth. Good results for these guys, but it seems like they... I, if you would have asked me what place these guys got, I would have assumed they got lapped three times. From their demeanors <laughs> From post-race. their demeanor, their yeah, attitude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Uh, I mean... They're a sour bunch lately, aren't they? Big, well, they had a big update this week. That's they right. They changed the body of the car. The uh, they they their Their car up until this week noticeably looked different from many of the other cars on the grid by not having any side pods. They thought this would make them more aerodynamic. And boy, did Lewis and George hate driving that car. Uh, They added side pods. I think it looks pretty ugly. (laughs) Because the the beautiful thing about the Red Bull car is it's all one piece. And and they added these side pods to this car. And you could see the spots where it's like, you know, here's the panel that will make it stick onto the car. It looks ugly. It doesn't look fast. Well, it doesn't need to be and fast. It just needs it, to be drivable on this track. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. Yeah, it, it, and was. it was. I mean, I think that people... The commentary I kind of heard was that it's like, well, this is not really a good example of what the right. change has done. Yeah. We'll the, see in the the faster, more kind of traditional F1. In Barcelona. Barcelona. Yes, in Barcelona next week. They were saying that's usually a track where a lot of teams will make their changes because they can get good data there. But Mercedes hated this car so much that they're like, we're changing it for Monaco. We don't care about the data we gotta get these guys out of this car yeah i didn't even realize i mean when you said 
they hated it so much? Are you talking about the car that they had had up until? The car that they had had. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I, they originally were supposed to change it for Amelia Romano. Mm-hmm. And then they couldn't, obviously. Um, yeah. Also, Hamilton did get fastest lap, I think. And Hamilton then Russell did get fastest lap. Russell got a five-second penalty for an unsafe rejoin. And he was, like, talking about how their demeanors were after the race. He was so upset about this. Like, so mad at himself. His eyes were so big during his post-race interview, I thought he was going to cry. Like, (laughs) I don't... George, I would have loved it. George, I think George needs to have a nice long chat with his good friend Charles about about where they are. You know, like last year, a lot of talk, especially at this time of year at Monaco, it was like Charles is is fighting for a championship against Max. That's what's happening. That was go- That's what what the talk of the town was last year before max it turned into the max that we that we have today uh just the favorite to win every race by a gigantic margin and you've you, you kind of watched the hope leave charles's eyes like it, it took him a while to to settle into the fact like you know what I'm not competing for the championship like last year. Uh, I'm I'm sure he had to go through like the championships out of the picture. This year, I'm sure he's like it's not even close. The best I can hope for is third, and I think George thought he'd be competing for a championship this year. Yeah, yeah, and, no and, chance, and and it's maybe has a chance at third place, maybe. <laughs> You never had your car. <laughs> Fast and Furious one. Vin Diesel. Nice. 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 Um, yeah. At one point, George, because of the penalty, was proposing that Lewis let him by because I guess he was saying Lewis would stay within three seconds or five seconds of him and therefore maintain the same placement. But there'd be less of a chance of him losing fifth place, or he thought he had a better chance at Ocon. I don't know. He was doing this weird, like, diplomatic thing over the radio. Yeah. He was, like, coming up with these scenarios and then saying, You don't have to reply right now. Think about it. (laughs) Look, hey. And they were like, Nah, it's okay. (laughs) The thing. The thing about driving a race car is it's a lot like playing Survivor. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes you might not be the fastest, but you want the most points possible. So you might need to negotiate with your engineers. Maybe they'll they'll tell your teammate <laughs> to give you a place. <laughs> give you. Wouldn't some it be extra nice points. if I was just in fourth right now? Hey. You don't have to reply just yet. Yeah. Just think about it. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should think about this, you know. You have to get back to me right now, but... Yeah, I'm just going to keep mind. driving this car, and then you let me know if I deserve to be in front of my teammate. <laughs> yeah, and then he was complaining constantly about how he was stuck behind Lewis, and I'm looking at the standings here, 
and he finished like 30 seconds behind Lewis. Yeah. Like he was nowhere close at the end. And like up until like two laps beforehand, he was like, let me at him. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He's, uh, I think he's, uh, he's delusional. And I, and you know, like I said, he needs to, he needs to have a chat with Charles about, like, hey man, look, we're like middle of the pack guys right now. <laughs> you got to accept that. Know your lane. Of the rest. Um, before before we move on to uh, to our final team, Red Bull, I want to mention one last Mercedes thing, and then we'll talk about the same thing with Red Bull. Lewis crashed. Uh, was it free FP3. practice? Yeah, FP three. Lewis crashed, and in Monaco, you have to they have to take a crane and they have to lift the cars oh, off yeah, of the track. Yeah, yeah. And the teams want to keep the floor of their car secret from the other guys. That's right. where all the special juice comes from. <laughs> from the floor the racing of the car. juice. The yeah. racing juice comes from the floor. So they lift up the, the Mercedes and everyone gets a look at that floor. <laughs> We're all getting a peek now. And I'm sure Red Bull was like, ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Christian's Sitting there like, oh, sketchbook in hand. Floor. Yeah, talk about juices. I love it. But then you know <laughs> what happened? You want to know what happened after that? In what? quali, Check Checo up. crashes. <laughs> and they got to crane the Red Bull out of there. And now we all get a look at the fastest floor in the frontier. <laughs> The Red what, Bull. What the we frontier. <laughs> I took a look at both of these cars, and it really does look like alien technology on the <laughs> Red Bull. It's <laughs> it's crazy how they have this car designed. It's like like there's there's less floor on the Red Bull. Like the yeah the, like. Like it's all about airflow. It's it's intricately designed to push the air in places that'll make the car faster. It's really marvelous, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Uh the Mercedes floor is just a hole where the drivers have to put their feet to run. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, truly, I'm looking at the Mercedes floor, and I know it's not this, but it looks like a plank of wood is just affixed to the bottom of it. <laughs> no, like, it is. It, they all have a plank of wood down the bottom. It's wood? Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure it is actually wood. This is shocking. I, I assumed I was like, oh, it's like copper Yeah. something. Okay. okay, maybe it's not wood wood. I think, but it is uh, like, I think they all have to have the same plank. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a plastic or some kind of plastic or something something that'll that can withstand the floor bouncing off of the track. Because hmm. uh, I think that's what causes all those sparks that we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess wood doesn't spark. Um. <laughs> so yeah, we got <laughs> to catching see catching on fire. <laughs> we got to see 
the floors of these cars. Um, who knows? Maybe it'll lead to next year's cars being competitive across the. Uh, I have an answer. Across the grid, but uh, typically, Pyle has an answer. Let's hear the it. The plank was wood based, made from a beech wood product called Jabrock. Although more exotic blends of woods and resins, not like MDF, has been used today, it has moved over to a phenolic resin material called permaglass. Hmm. This is a glass reinforced laminated product, so no longer any wooden plank at all. Okay. Wow. I was wrong. But not totally wrong. Not totally wrong. It looks like wood. You know, I don't understand how any car works. If you told me to change the oil in a car, yeah, it'd take me hours. It's not that hard. This, yeah, it's just like you look at the little stick thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how you check the oil. That's a yeah, right, right, right. Did you say change the oil? I did say change the oil. Oh, um, that can be. But I assume pan, I assume the go first the car, step. You got to open open uh, up. It falls I have out. a vacuum pump. Yeah, I, mean, I suck it, it out of the top out. of the car. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, my point is that I look at the bottom of this car and I say that is uh, just a piece of metal. A um, Mercedes. Both of them, I you know, <laughs> they both. But you look can you like... can see looking at it that Mercedes has more floor to the car, right? Like, like, uh, right. like the Red Bull's floor is like a diamond shape. Yes, it's smaller. It's much smaller, and it's 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 all designed, and, and there's like all these little pathways that are carved into the floor mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. push mm-hmm. the air. Away from the tires, under the tires, wherever they need the air pathways. to go. Like like Red Bull Red Bull's car is is really uh uh an an engineering feat. Yeah, it's all about those pathways. Cause I, I would say that the floor of the Mercedes is kind of similar in terms of like the the part that is down the furthest is like a similar size, but there's this like a lot smoother, like, you know, there's not, there's not those airflow pathways that yeah. you can visibly see. On right. The Red Bull. There's a quote here from a, the Williams, the Williams head of vehicle performance. He says, it's so complex on that 2d photo because the way the light is, it's so curved. You can't figure any of it out. I guess it's just coincidental that they do it all like that because that's how they get the downforce. But it doesn't half make it difficult to copy. First of all, what language is that? Is yeah, that like translated? I, I literally all, could not tell yeah, you did. what you just said. <laughs> but second of all, if if you're an expert in the field and like your whole thing is designing F1 cars, it's kind of weird to see that like another person's F1 car or part of it you haven't seen before and be like, damn, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're the last person that should be surprised or, like, shocked or, like, that's I mean, crazy. I'll never lot. be able to copy that. Yeah, I guess it, it does. says a lot because of how dominant Red Bull is. And the, these other guys also, are like, how are they that fast? And also, they look at the like, bottom of the car and they're like, look at a different photo. <laughs> like, there's not just one photo. There's got to be multiple photos. I know. They were talking about when it when it happened, they were talking about, like, spy photographers like having a field day like they're like you know you know the mercedes team they got their spy photographers taking 
taking all, all the those photos. people on the mountain with like really big. <laughs> yeah, they got people on the mountain. Telescopic lenses. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They're telling me they don't have a damn iPhone with optical zoom. <laughs> they got guys in the mountains with radios. Mm-hmm. Uh, really interesting. Uh, what if he crashed because Red it was Bull. a fake bottom? This what is subterfuge. What? <laughs> this is subterfuge. They put a weird design bottom on his on Perez's car. Oh, you think this They're is like, all? They're like, go out there and crash this fucking thing. Yeah, like another, did last year. another Monaco conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that way, when it gets lifted in the air, we'll have all these guys chasing their tails with a design that makes no sense. Wow. <laughs> I love it. That's wheels of wheels. An incredible conspiracy theory that I'm sure will be proven true. Uh, I also would like to say Rebel came in first place. They got 25 points. Sergio uh, yeah, came where did Sergio qualify? Was it last? Or did he come? He was did last. He started 18th or 20, 20th? He was he was 20. He was dead last. Yeah. Came in and 16th. Finished 16th. Max Verstappen came in first. Somebody just drove into him at one point. In the race? Yeah. I mean, just like he went into the air. I don't, I don't remember, remember that at all. It was a very quick thing. And nothing came of it. Are you sure uh, you yeah, weren't watching dro- the Indy yes. 500? Someone just drove right <laughs> into the back of him. I'm forgetting who it was. I do. I I feel like I remember a radio message from him that was like, what was that? But I didn't. It didn't register. I'm like scrubbing through and it's like there's just so much shit of people hitting the walls and bouncing around. It's like I have no idea when, when it happened. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Yeah. He pit after... The first lap to put on hard tires and in theory go to the end but then you know then he switched to inters to do some data ga- gathering for mm-hmm. max but he was he was like this sucked this race was bad <laughs> yeah and, tough know, day for checo tough day for checo max who cares he's yeah, well, fine what, what what can we say about max verstappen on this fucking show yeah. He got first place again. Just like he's the best driver sometime. there is. Well, yeah, I mean do? it's kind of it's nice to see him struggle. Yeah. And I don't mean that in like I, I don't know. I it's like he's such a good driver and it's like nice to see him like out of his comfort zone and like driving well. Yeah. It's just when yes. he's in front, he's just flying away from everybody else. It's like yeah, they're like masterful laps, but they're just like they're so perfect, they're boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to see him like in the rain like. Yeah, I liked seeing him up. like bump into some walls. Mm-hmm. I liked that he they were like I liked his his strategy this race was really good and a lot of it was just because the team kept being like what do you want to do? Sort of like he he they asked him if he wanted to stay on his tires are switched to inters and he, because Alonzo had switched to the different tire or whatever. And he was like, inters, please. <laughs> like, I thought it was a little weird. They didn't go for fastest lap. By the end, it was like pretty dry. And they kind of asked him if like there was a safety car or something in the last couple laps, if he would want to switch. And he said no. And I think that kind of extended to basically trying for fastest lap, I guess, because Hamilton got it early on. 
yeah, maybe fastest lap is just totally out of the question when the track's at all wet like that. It's a yeah. hard track to drive on. Trust me. We, especially, yeah, but particularly because it was wet. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go ahead and get into the ratings. Now, before I give my rating of this race, because I feel like I can guess what you guys are going to rate it. Let me tell you about the Monaco Grand Prix and auto racing and the Indy 500 and this and 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 how I feel about it all. Mm-hmm. I like I said got a Thrustmaster T150. <laughs> I've been doing a lot more sim racing. I've turned off all driver assists. I'm manually shifting. I turned off anti-lock brakes. I turned off uh, traction control. I'm trying to drive the car as real as possible. What about like I've the racing learned... line stuff? What about the racing line? Yeah, do you have that on still? Um, I have it on just on corners right now because uh, mm. I'm still learning the tracks. The big part of it is you got like muscle memory on the tracks. Right. Um, but I've been so I've been I've I've really gotten into it. It's it's the thing about sim racing is it's the most affordable way to race, even though buying all the shit for your setup is expensive. Still cheaper than going to the fucking K one go kart place in Burbank and spending twenty five dollars a race. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can put hundreds, thousands of laps in and become a better driver learn i'm learning about how the cars operate right so i'm watching qualifying for monaco and i'm watching them how they uh, uh, like how they maneuver the cars i really i'm really into the when they cut to the driver's cameras you know the the tv pod on top of the car and they have the graphics where you, they show what gear they're shifting into yeah how much brake they're giving how much throttle i'm looking at all of that now and it's like i feel like neo in the matrix where i'm like <laughs> i said this all makes sense to me i'm seeing like oh interesting they're, they're they want i've been shifting into second gear on that turn but max is only going down to third that must be giving him a little bit more speed. Like I'm watching the, I'm watching and thinking like this now and watching qualifying. I thought was super exciting because that's uh, you know, they call it go fast day. It's where they're, they're all trying to go as fast as possible. And in the final round of qualifying for, for Monaco, it was like the times were so close. They were all, uh, the 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 first couple rows, all of them had a shot at pole, and then Max, like pulled out a flying lap at the very end. He was like, the first two sectors wasn't as good as as Fernando, but it was like in the third sector he made up just enough time to come in first. It was pretty pretty incredible. Uh, and then the race happens, and it's like kind of boring, but. I don't know. The the whole package around it was great. And because of getting into uh auto racing as much as I have in the past year, 
I've started watching IndyCar. I watched the Indy 500, which was a great race that happened on the same day. And you guys didn't watch it, I'm guessing. Like I said, I was busy. Yeah, I was busy too. Yeah, you guys were busy. (laughs) Well, there were three red flags in the Indy 500. Like I said, there there was a shootout in the, the final lap of that race. Uh, a car flipped over. A tire went flying into the crowd. Woo, Didn't hit anybody. Dope. It hit a car, uh, <laughs> like a parked car, just like Jesus. <laughs> just like <laughs> someone's parked it car. Go? It, it went. That's it so went, far. <laughs> I saw the tire fly, and I was like, "Oh no, that hit somebody. Someone. Oh my god. Someone is hurt. Uh, and it missed everyone, and it went just." completely over the grandstands hit a car a parked car um it was a great weekend for racing i had a great time i and the least fun i had was watching the monaco grand prix but i'm giving it a push push because everything all encompassing it was it was what I was looking for. And that's the end of my story. <laughs> Jesus. What are you guys? I was gonna give it a push push. I didn't have yeah, any. I was gonna uh, give it a push push. Oh, okay, okay, great, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, the race was cool. kind of boring, but I, you kind of expect that from Monaco. Like you said, you've only watched two Monaco races. We're mm-hmm. a little more seasoned. We've watched a little oh, you've more watched Monaco's. Race three. <laughs> And I've watched four, but who's uh, counting? Uh, I mean, if it weren't yeah, for it the rain, fine. it would have been a pretty yeah, it would have been pretty boring race. But uh, yeah, I mean, people were slipping and sliding and bumping the walls or bumping each other, and there. I mean, it's I love funny. the rush it's to the It's a pits silly, funny race. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And those driving cars so slow. are like so stupid looking going going slow around yeah those around tight that turns. hairpin. So yeah, dumb. it's just like <laughs> it's incredible. It, I mean, it's truly like these cars are not designed for this track. Like yeah. half of this track, oh, they yeah. just are not even designed to be there. Like not even close. Uh, and, and it's so just funny. funny how it's it's kind of the only situation where you see these cars and you're just like, I don't know. It's like you're off-roading in a... The Monaco uh, hairpin is the slowest turn right. of of the uh, the season. Yeah. They look very goofy and they really are like, you know, they're like 30 feet long and weigh like <laughs> as much as a Prius or whatever. And I don't know. It's just it they kind of look dumber there than they look anywhere. And I do love that about it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, there was a uh, in the Indy 500, one of the one of the cars flipped over in the, the last couple races. And you see one of the, what their floors look like. It is, it's just, it's like, it's just straight up plastic all the way, like, there's no airflow. It's just like, it's a little like box. a big plastic sheet on the bottom of the car, like a, like a, like a Hot Wheel, like the bottom of a Hot Wheel car. <laughs> it was really funny looking at the bottom of that car and comparing it to the intricate aerodynamics of that, of the Red Bull. Very funny. Uh, but great racing. There was some really great stuff to watch all weekend. And look, if you're listening to this podcast, I encourage you to watch a race. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> watch it. a race. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Have fun. Uh, that was the Monaco Grand Prix. 
And now it's time to move on to our next segment. Hottie of the week. <laughs> and my, my hottie, hottie of the week. Oh, oh yeah. Marika, no, you Marika, you start. Okay, okay. My hottie of the week is Tom Holland to wave mm-hmm. the checkered flag and what looked like a like he had had years of color guard expertise behind him. He was just his <laughs> he wrist. He bumped was... himself with the flag. He <laughs> almost poked his eye out with the flag. <laughs> yeah, but his wrist work was really good. And compared to fucking... one of the worst flag wavers we've seen. Compared to what's his face? Tim Cook. Bill Gate. Yeah, Tim Cook. <laughs> oh, Tim Cook. Tim <laughs> Cook was the worst flag yeah. waver. Come on. He was you so know, enthusiastic. He was having a great time. His Tim I Cook looked so angry that whole race. Was like, I think he had just tried out the the Apple headset, I think, is probably what happened there. <laughs> the VR headset we're all about to see. Oh my god. Um Tom Holland, Hottie of the Week. Just like to see him. Happy he's sure. there. Sure. You know who uh he didn't uh wave the checker flag, but he waved the green flag at the Indy five hundred. Adam Driver. <laughs> Logan Lucky himself. Logan Lucky himself. Good for him. Yeah, he did a great job waving the flag. He was doing like figure right. eights. Yeah, so is Tom Holland. They well, both did a good and job. And he kept it away from his eye. Yeah, well, he didn't poke himself in the eye. That's better than Tom I Holland. Bet he, I bet he wasn't in like a little tiny box leaning out like he's going to fall over onto the track and uh, he die. Was, he was standing in like that crow's nest. Though. Yeah. He's standing in that thing that's like you know you know in the in Star Wars movies when a ship is landing and then there's no, like a guy standing Star in a, Wars. There's like a pile, please. Mm-hmm. Uh there's like a guy standing up, please pile. Know what I'm talking about. There's like a guy and it's like the ship is landing and there's like just a guy standing in a big bucket in the sky. Oh yeah, on Yavin four. Yeah, on Yavin four. Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> okay, great. It's everyone else's hottie. He was like that. That's we what he was like. has to move on. My hottie of the week <laughs> is Joseph Newgarden, the winner of the Indy 500. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go to SD. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Driver of the day. I'm yeah. mailing it in. Yeah. yeah. I never think about this. Before. Me neither. Me the neither. Show. You got to feel yours it. Yours are always better than mine. You got to feel it. And yeah. it's time to talk about the little bitch of the week. Uh, Mine's Carlos, but not like derogatory. I just kind of felt bad for him. Like, save him. Who's I'll mine? go Logan Sargent. Hmm. Yeah. Because you know he's what? Logan Sargent. Yeah. They can't <laughs> think of one. Sergeant. Give it to Logan. Yeah. Loser He's Logan kind of himself. <laughs> uh, Logan unlucky. Oh. Logan unlucky. That's that's what I meant to say. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm also gonna give it to Logan. Uh just because why not? Yeah, why not? Uh okay. Do better. Do better, Logan. There's other Florida boys who could be driving those cars. <laughs> and hey, look. If you want to win, you got to be fast. And if you're going to be fast, you got to be quick. It's time for a quick cue. Today's quick cue comes from Julia Penn. Julie. 
Julie. Oh, I'm so sorry, Julie. <laughs> Julie, I'm so sorry. Julie Penn asks, which drivers do you think are mouth breathers? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, Carlos, 100%. The guy has. Whoa. He is. Julie goes on to say, I think Max is a mouth breather and annoying about it. George used to be one, but then he learned it's a negative thing. So he trained himself not to be one. And Danny is also a mouth breather, but no one notices or cares. I really agree about the George Russell thing, but yeah, I yeah. What, about yeah, what about the, what about the Carlos? Carlos thing? has a resting mouth breather face. Oh yeah, he does kind of just stand with his mouth he's open got a, a lot. Jaw that like juts out further. Like an, it's kind of almost mm. like an underbite. And mm. uh, he I'm thinking about kind of... I'm thinking about all their faces, and I'm gonna go with Pierre Gasly. No. I was gonna Pierre go. Gasly is always in a. He's always got a smirk, and to have a smirk, you have to have your mouth closed. <laughs> I was gonna go with <laughs> Esteban Ocon. I think it's a mouth breather. Sure. So both Alpines are mouth breathers. Is what yeah. we've all decided here together. Yeah, I think so. I have often thought about this with Carlos. Really? Okay. Yes. Lance I know Stroll. <laughs> Lance Stroll. I don't, That's a I good don't, one. I don't know if I agree with Lance. I, I don't think, know if I agree with Carlos. I think if Lance is, uh, let's say, sitting at home watching, um, what would Lance watch? Hopefully Yellowstone. Jake and Mir videos. <laughs> Yellowstone. Yeah. He yes. loves the Midwest. Yeah. He loves the Midwest and Taylor Sheridan. Stroll, you know, let's say like uh, so. What it's uh, today's Wednesday. Yeah, today is Lance's TV day. Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just got to Barcelona. Probably he's like time to unwind and watch my. Fa-. This is my Lance Stroll. Time yeah. to watch my favorite show, Yellowstone. And as he's watching, his mouth kind of opens up and he starts breathing through it. That's what I think. All right. Looking at more photos of Carlos, I'll agree. Oh, yeah, but what's uh, what else is new? What else is new? Mariga's looking at more photos of Carlos. What That's else is new? so true. I'm always, I'm always doing it. I'm always looking at photos of Carlos. Great question. Uh, he looks a little stunned. That's how much he mouth yeah. breathes. He always looks a little stunned. Carlos? Like he just saw something happen. Yeah. 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 He does. He does like, he's just always kind of like. Yes, exactly. A great question. Thanks, Julie. Thanks, Julie. Um, and that'll do it for the question. Marika, tell us about those fantasy standings. Uh, they're kind of the same as always. I forgot to update my lineup, but it doesn't really matter. So for our team, our pit wall pod, you know, Casey in first place, Pyle in Rubber. second place, me in what's third the, what's place. The, what's the point differential here? Casey has 1,628 points. Pyle has 1,585. Oh. 
I have 1,450. And then Jeff in fourth has 1,075. And Jake in fifth has 714. Mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah. Are you really in striking distance <laughs> if you were in first and I'm, then I became first place and you are... He used a lot of tokens or whatever they're called. Oh, yeah. yeah I keep forgetting about... Those. I forget to... Yeah. Because you can only use them once. Oh, and I, thought, I do think... Uh, well, well there's some you use every week and some you can only do one new ones. Huge. We'll look into that. Uh, for the regular, for the big leagues, the Pit Wall Pod, Pit Crew Squad. In first place, we have Rigby's Rhino. Second place, Massey's Mistress. Third place, <laughs> Gas, Lear Otherwise. Fourth, Tim Nando Redux. Fifth, Serial Abitable. Uh, sixth, Creamers. Seventh, Chad's Champions. Eighth, Jumpster Fire. Ninth, John Stomach's team. And 10th. <laughs> <laughs> Tied for 10th, SPM Go Burr and the Quick Boys. I'm out, of the, I'm out of the running there. I think I dropped like 25 spots. Yeah. Stroll um, really Casey, fucked me. You're 23rd now. Ugh. Sorry. No. No, don't be sorry. I'm... It's all Lance fault and Checo's so, fault. Yeah. I've kind of had the same team same every time. Like, mm-hmm. I barely changed my lineup because it has proven to just be kind of, like, mostly fine. And I yeah. can't really change it to make it better with the amount of money that I have. So. Sure. Yeah, look, I'm running, I'm running the Red Bull guys and the Aston Martin guys. It's kind of a safe yeah. bet. Uh, yeah. And uh, both a Red Bull and an S. Martin guy kind of didn't show up for me. So true. And uh, I'm really uh, upset with them about that. I'm sorry. Uh, It's fine. Yeah, that's that's the fantasy standings for this week. That's the fantasy standings for this week. And if you've got a question for us, slide into our DMs on Instagram at pitwallpod. And follow us there. And follow us on TikTok at PitWallPod. We post videos and memes, and it's fun. And you you can, should say you power can, slide into our DMs. Power slide into our DMs. That's good. <laughs> really good. We'll add that to the repertoire. What is yeah. that in reference to? Power slide's a kind of turn. Yeah, well, that you do on a skateboard. Or in <laughs> Mario Kart. Or in Mario <laughs> okay. Kart. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, didn't, I was like, I've never heard this on the... On the the broadcast, and Max's we could power do it like sliding into turn two. <laughs> I think I it's it. I think it's a driving move. Like, I think you do it in certain. I believe it. Drifting. Yeah. Yeah, in drifting. Yeah, it's motorsport adjacent. Rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts five stars. Also, you speaking of. Well, I don't I don't know if it came up on our show and I guess I'll check, but I opened a podcast today on Spotify and it uh, was like Q&A. What did you think of this episode? And there was a place to respond. So if that pops up for you, be nice to us. Be nice to us. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just just be nice to us, please. 
Whatever We're you nice. do, don't drag us on TikTok. Don't oh, drag no. us. No. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Please I'm don't. fragile. And I will read every single comment and internalize Ugh. it. You gotta not do that. <laughs> you, <laughs> you gotta not. Um, that's it for us. We'll see you next week for the Spanish Grand Prix, folks. Vroom, vroom to all and to all the beep beep. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Original.